former state senator Bo Watson, who is uh, on the line with us right now, he's headed to Nashville because they're going to start their session in earnest tomorrow. And uh, glad to have you. I know you're on the road. Glad to have you talking with us here this morning, Senator Watson. Or should I say Bo Watson 79? Because that's how you Baylor folks introduce yourself generally. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Yep, uh, GBR seventy nine. I didn't realize that until uh, see, uh, Bo was. Uh, I was really, really honored. But uh, but Bo and, and uh, State Representative Robin Smith and and uh, State Representative John Lundberg all a part of my uh, Navy retirement ceremony. And like I said, John Lundberg came in town to watch the mocks in East Tennessee State <laughs> play. Just happened to don't, be on the same. Don't day. flatter yourself. He gave me a flag. He gave me a state flag. But Bo and, and, and Robin presented me with a state proclamation, which was so cool. I got that framed. It's the, it's the coolest thing. Thank you for that, Bo. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, welcome. I'm trying. I'm really struggling with the whole, uh, you guys have redefined the breakfast burrito for me this morning. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, been an interesting, interesting drive over listening to you guys. Uh, I hope you're not trying to eat a breakfast burrito and talk to us and make your way to Nashville on time here this morning. I hope you're not doing all three of those things at the same well, time. Well, uh, State Senator Watson, I, I guess I'd like to ask you, what, what, what food items have you invented? Because to be a truly great leader like Kim Jong-il, you, I mean, he invented the burrito. So, so have you, can you claim anything on your end? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I wish I could. I mean, I used to eat uh, peanut butter uh, and jelly and Pickle sandwiches. No. I don't know if that's going to make it to anybody's uh, venue anywhere. I right, love well. pickles, though. I'd claim even, it anyway. I'd probably even try that, actually. I love pickles so much. And we actually have uh, Senator Watson here for, for a reason, because the Tennessee legislative session reconvenes tomorrow. Uh, gavel to order. You're going up for a meeting today, Senator. Uh, uh, but this week, I mean, starting this week, because it continues into that first week of February, you've got um, a series of town hall meetings scheduled. And specifically, as I understand it, is to, to look at the state's education funding formula. Uh, so you're looking for some input there. And, and, and talk about that formula a little bit and, and what you see as some of its shortcomings or some of its strengths in terms of how it relates to Hamilton County Schools. Right. So, uh, J.R., you and Kevin will know that uh, for decades, particularly J.R., for decades, uh, Hamilton County has struggled in terms of what we feel is a fair funding from the BEP or the Basic Education Program funding formula. Uh, JR, you'll remember that uh, uh, school board member Rhonda Thurman, before she was on the school board, she would call in and, and talk at length about uh, the education budget and how Hamilton County was getting shortchanged. Mm -hmm. Well, Governor Lee has decided to take a really uh, deep look at how we fund K-12 education and whether there is an opportunity to throw the BEP out and design an entirely new funding uh, methodology for K-12 public education, which would be, it's a heavy lift, it would be huge, and the the state, uh, the administration, has been traveling all around the state listening to input from citizens, and I wanted to do the same thing in Hamilton County, so over the next four weeks, I'm going to be having some listening sessions where I invite the public, all of the public, to come in and just tell me uh, how and where we should be spending and funding our K-12 education program. You know, Education is 
one of the top two budget items in the state's budget. It's usually number one. Every now and then, healthcare will get ahead of it, but we're going to spend upwards of you know, $12, $13 billion this year on uh, education in Tennessee, and it's important that we get the funding formula right and we treat Hamilton County right. You're right, though. It's going to be a heavy lift, Senator Watson, because uh, we're one of those four urban counties, you know, us, Knoxville, Knox County, Davidson County, and, and then uh, Shelby County over there. We're one of the four urban counties, and then 91 other counties are going to say, hey, wait a second, they're, they're already taken care of pretty well. What about our rural areas here? So, so there's going to be a little little pushback there, I think. Well, it's always, I mean, when you talk education funding, um, it's always a big challenge. I, I have to give a, a tip of the hat to the governor for uh, at least trying to make a, a run at this because, look, the, the BEP has been around for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, education and the requirements of education are a lot different today than they were back in the middle 80s when we started the BEP program. Um, it's been under, you know, assault uh, over, you know, almost since its inception. And, you know, there's just better ways of funding K-12 education. We are looking at a student-centered education strategy where, you know, you calculate the cost of education based on each individual student's needs rather than a resource-based system where you're looking at what the school system needs are. Is there a way to tweak it without completely dismantling it and starting over? Or is that just what has to be done, I mean, in your mind, the way you're looking at it? Well, I mean, we've tweaked it over the years, and we still end up with these inequities between rural and uh, urban and urban and suburban, and really just the methodology of the BEP, which came out of a court decision back in the 80s, it's just an outdated mode of, of school funding. We are, we're only one of about seven states that still fund our K-12 education uh, this way, and, and it's just it's worn out. It's time to take a fresh look. What other states are you looking at maybe as a model, as, a, as the, the quote-unquote right way to do it? Well, Texas uh, has been uh, doing uh, student-centered funding for a number of years. Florida, which are two states that we look at for a lot of different legislative uh, input. Um, California, you know, we often don't look uh, in Tennessee at California as doing a lot of good stuff, but actually in their K-12 education, they redid their formula a few years ago, and, and it's been very successful. So, you know, we learn from, as you know, states are the laboratories of democracy, and so we learn from the other states. But really, the most important thing is what do the people of Tennessee, and in my case, what do the people of Hamilton County, what, do the, what are the important things for us to be funding in our uh, funding system, and uh, what are the things that they think are most important for K-12 education? That's what I hope to hear from the folks. So you've got the first meeting scheduled actually this Thursday in Red Bank at the Community Center. Um, and that starts at 6 and it'll run for an hour and a half. Is, is education the only topic you want to address in these meetings, these series of town hall meetings that you're holding? Are you going to talk about the full gamut here because you've got you know, the legislative session is going to address more than just education? Yeah, no, these are, this is totally focused on uh, funding K-12 education, and it is not a, you know, to talk about policy or curriculum or textbooks or any of that. This is simply for an opportunity for the public uh, to weigh in on, hey, we need to be funding, you know, uh, 
the way we fund disabled children, we need to be doing that differently and better. We need to be funding um, extracurricular activities. We need to be funding AP classes. I mean, there are a myriad of things that the public believes we should uh, be looking at, and how. And I'm interested in how we go about solving the, those problems. Am I hearing you say that education and the funding thereof is really your top legislative priority for this session? Well, as you know, Kevin, I'm chairman of the Senate Finance, Ways, and Means Committee, and so the top item for me is always that we pass a budget that's balanced, that uh, to the degree possible we are able to uh, meet the needs of Tennesseans. And uh, But education is a big part of that, and because I'm on finance, you know, ultimately almost all education policy will make it to my desk, and I have to deal with it. So... Uh, because the governor is elected to, you know, take on this really, really big challenge, it will occupy a good deal of my time this session. State Senator Bo Watson, thank you, my brother. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the work you do for us in Hamilton County up there in Nashville. And uh, safe travels, and we will talk again very, very soon as we get into the legislative session. All right, Kevin. Thank you. All righty. Nobody works harder than Bo Watson. <laughs> Over at Park Ridge, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's a legislator that probably works harder than he does. He, he's right up there anyway. If he's not top, he's right <laughs> up there. Um, Red Bank Community Center this Thursday, Abba's House next Monday, January 27th, the Collegedale Commons Entry Pavilion, and on February 3rd, the Highway 58 Volunteer Fire Department. So there you go. Those are those are where those town hall meetings are going to be held.